Day 26, Fourth Sunday of Lent, Latare Sunday. This Sunday, called from the first word of the introit, is one of the most solemn of the year. The Church interrupts her Lenten mournfulness. The chains of the Mass speak of nothing but joy and consolation. The organ, which has been silent during the preceding three Sundays, now gives forth its melodious voice. The deacon resumes his dalmatic, and the subdeacon his tunic. And instead of purple, rose-colored vestments are allowed to be used. These same rites were practiced in Advent on the third Sunday called Gaudete. The Church's motive for introducing this expression of joy in today's liturgy is to encourage her children to persevere fervently to the end of this holy season. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. At that time, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is that of Tiberias. And there followed him a great crowd, because they witnessed the signs he worked on those who were sick. Jesus, therefore, went up the mountain and sat there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was near. When therefore Jesus had lifted up his eyes and seen that a very great crowd had come to him, he said to Philip, When shall we buy bread that these may eat? But he said this to try him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not enough for them, that each one may receive a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, said to him, There is a young boy here who has five barley loaves and two fishes. But what are these among so many? Jesus then said, Make the people recline. Now there was much grass in the place. The men therefore reclined, in number about five thousand. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, distributed them to those reclining, and likewise the fishes, as much as they wish. But when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather the fragments that are left over, lest they be wasted. They therefore gathered them up, and they filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. When the people, therefore, had seen the sign which Jesus had worked, they said, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. So when Jesus perceived that they would come to take him by force and make him king, he fled again to the mountain, himself alone. A Reflection on Today's Holy Scriptures these men, whom Jesus had been feeding by a miracle of love and power, are resolved to make Jesus their king. They have no hesitation in proclaiming him worthy to reign over them. For where can they find someone worthier? What then shall we Christians do who know the goodness and the power of Jesus far better than the poor Jews? We must beseech him to reign over us from this day forward. We read in the epistle of St. Paul to the Galatians, that it is He who has made us free by delivering us from our enemies. O glorious liberty! But the only way to maintain it is to live under His law. Jesus is not a tyrant, as are the world and the flesh. His rule is sweet and peaceful, and we are His children rather than His servants. In the court of such a king, to serve is to reign. What then have we to do with our old slavery? 
If some of its chains are still upon us, let us lose no time. Let us break them, for Easter is near at hand. The great feast day begins to dawn. Onwards, then, courageously to the end of our journey. Jesus will refresh us. He will make us sit down as he did the men of our gospel. And the bread he has in store for us will make us forget all our past fatigues. Let us pray. Grant, we beseech thee, Almighty God, that we who justly suffer for our sins may find relief in the help of thy grace. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, world without end. Amen.